Welcome to the Facing Grief Podcast. The Facing Grief Podcast is a weekly story of dealing with the loss of a spouse. Each week, we will focus on one day of the journey. That day being a recollection of a unique experience, which may highlight the pain of that day, observations on living in the state of grief, or stories of an amazing relationship. Whether you're here for comfort or to know more about this journey, our prayer is that you will be blessed by what you hear today. Grief is an emotional battle of the highest magnitude. What we face in the state of grief is an endless series of emotions for which we have no control over, unpredictable, unexpected, and unwanted on so many levels. Emotional upheavals are a constant reality we must face. What if we could know what is going on in the emotional world? In today's episode, the author lets us in on a meeting that he overheard among the strangest participants you could ever imagine. From Volume 6, Parting, Day 163, this is Essay Number 5, The Meeting. The Meeting Written Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020, day 163, morning. My life had a meeting today. I was contemplating how I was doing and having the usual difficult time coming up with an answer. It is so difficult to know what is of the moment and what is foundational. I overheard some of what was being discussed as my life met. There was quite a discussion that took place. The past spoke first. I'm the only comfort that he has right now. I enjoy our visits, and I know he does. Here in the past, things are certain. There is meaning. And, as he has found out, there are still new revelations about me that were never known to him before. I know he cannot stay here as much as he would like, and I don't want to see him leave, but I know he has to go back. At that point, reality interrupted. Come on, past. You know that I am really in charge of everything. I let him visit you, but remember, he must come back to me. He has no choice. Oh, sure, I know of all his hiding places, but that's fine. I let him have his moments with you, but really, I have the final word on everything, no matter what he thinks. Observing the conversation, guilt made an effort to interject. I know I do not have a lot to say here. He really doesn't have a lot to do with me. He lived a life where... He did not meet with me very much. Oh, sure, he had a few minor encounters with me, but overall, I'm sad to say we really did not have a very close relationship. I do not have much to offer, other than I am always here and ready to contribute. But that can only happen if I'm invited. Thanks for having me here. Conscience was a little agitated by Guilt's observations. You know, Guilt... The real reason he doesn't have much to do with you is because he deals with me quite a bit. He checks with me on most things. I try to give him the right path, and the majority of times, he does listen to me. Sure, he goes off on a few tangents, but I'm proud to say he really listens to me, and I think that helps him so much. And it helps him stay away from you. Emotion observing the conversation so far weighs in. All of what you're all saying is fine, 
but I know that you all underestimate me and my influence. Reality, I know you are a bit full of yourself, and you make many true points. But at the end of the day, no matter what you think, I do have a significant influence on just about everything. I know it drives him, and all of you, crazy, because you have no concept of how I operate. But know this, I am dealing with things that are beyond your perception. I have my ways, and based on what I have to deal with here, I often just take over for my purpose. I can be overwhelming at times, but that's just how I operate. Lately, I'm finding there is a change going on I can't quite put my finger on, but that's the world I live in. Purpose decided it was time to speak. I know I am not wanted at this meeting. I know my ability to do anything has been restricted, but I have to say that I have been able to make a few small contributions to what we are dealing with. I used to be quite a player here, but now I have found that I have been able to make a small effort to contribute. It took eight weeks, but he has now taken steps to change the pattern of his life. That was a titanic effort for him, but he made his first step. I think that is what you're feeling. Emotion, that change is making a difference. It is smaller than small, but it is change. Apathy finally stepped in. I don't know why I even bother with any of you. You all know I couldn't care less. In reality, as much as you try to put on a good front, I have really been running things here. He may have come back to you because that's just who you are, but I really have most of his life right now. Look at his past. He was under so much daily obligation and pressure that now being alone, he cannot fathom how to operate. He cannot handle pressure of any kind. I know that's why he has embraced me so completely. He is protecting himself from facing you. After all, reality, I am his refuge when he is not with you. I am taking care of him now, and if I have my way, he will be with me as long as he wants. The future, then, sees its opportunity to speak. I am the least likely to have anything to contribute here. I know reality, we often work together, but since he has rejected me completely, I really do not have the opportunity to speak at these meetings. He has made it clear to me that he wants nothing to do with me. And I understand. His life has disintegrated, and he does not know how to work with me without his dear one. So while I understand, I do become impatient with him. We both know that he will have to deal with me at some point. He is just not ready for me right now. But I will be here when he is ready. Sorrow was upset by all this and spoke. You all do not acknowledge me as much as you should. I am at the forefront of his life, and you all know it. Emotion, you and I work closely together, and when we work together, all of you others really can do nothing about me. I don't wait for your permission. When I'm coming, I just arrive. And when I do, life just stands still for the moment, and all of you have to step back and let me operate. It has to be this way because I do have a bit of power here. Some of you can be ignored, but I cannot be ignored. But emotion, I agree with you. Something has changed recently. I cannot identify it exactly, but I do sense a disturbance of some kind. Love had waited long enough. I know none of you know how to deal with me. I am unlike any of you at this meeting. My influence is beyond your ability to understand. Let me tell you this. I have watched him 
let me flow through him to his dear one for forty-seven earth years. This made him what he was, and I blended him with his dear one. The bond that had been formed has now been broken. It was decided and then took place. Now I am holding him as he deals with that decision. I wish you would all help him out a bit more. He is doing everything he can, but he does not have the strength on his own to face this. I am helping him and will never leave him. So do not jockey for position here. Help him. Future, he will be with you when it is time. It is not time yet. God's Spirit called the meeting to order. It is time to end this meeting. I just want to tell you all that I know you do not understand me. You try to define me, but I am from another dimension. Yes, I'm speaking with you now, but I work in an infinite number of ways that are beyond what you are seeing at this moment. I am more than a voice, much more. Someday you will all understand this in a greater way. There is no way to label me, although you do, and in your labels limit your understanding of me. But that cannot stop me or the one I represent. Listen to what love just tried to tell you. Love is my agent here in your world. It is how I operate. So listen to love. Help love. His dear one is awaiting her future, just as all those who have gone before. He knows that, but the loss is just too great for his limited human mind to grasp. Love and I live in eternity, and he does not. We see the picture quite clearly here, but we are beyond earthly human thinking. My message to all of you is to leave this meeting with a new perspective. Please. You all have a new objective. Listen to love. Embrace love. And put your petty aspirations where they belong. There is still work for him to do. Help him to see that in any way you can. You all have the power to do this. And if you contact me, I'm ready to give you the ability to do so. I represent more than you can grasp. So turn to love. Love will enable you in ways you could never imagine. With that, the meeting was dismissed. Although there's little we can do to directly affect our emotions, we can focus our attention to the one who can, the one who has conquered this world and has overcome all that can come against us. Thank you for joining us today on the Facing Grief Podcast. Visit our website at essaysongrief.org to find out more about today's episode. Our prayer is that we can be a blessing to you in your grief journey.